Fast Forward Productions. The women are speaking. That is my ever-going struggle as a creator is the balance, living in the moment versus me wanting to capture it. And lately, as I've gotten older, I'm like, I'm capturing it more. I'm living in the moment, but the memory, you start to realize those memories, that's like all we have. We're entrepreneurs, we can't quit. I have a wife, I have four kids, I have five plates on the table that have to eat before I even get to eat, so I don't have a choice. Welcome to Becoming Obsessed. I'm your host, Teresa Jean, part-time business coach, online marketing expert, digital nomad, and ultra athlete, who has always been obsessed with living a life by design, not living on default. I'm obsessed with my life, and I think you should be too. Becoming Obsessed is a collection of conversations that make my heart sing with the people I'm obsessed with. Join me in learning how to outsource and create ease in life and business so we have the capacity for the things we actually want to spend our time on. Let's get into it. Welcome to another episode of Becoming Obsessed, and I am so excited for you all to meet today's guest, Eric Guerrero. I have known him for probably half a decade, maybe five years or so, and he is such a powerhouse, him and his whole family. And one of the reasons I'm so excited to have him on today, as he would say, he never runs out of things to talk about, but actually quality things to talk about. And ever since I've known him, he has been a hustler and he has had a fire and a drive for life, him and his wife, Marissa, as well. And so I'm so excited to get into this. We'll hear a little bit about some of the companies that he has and just give more of an intro on you, Eric. Wow. Wow. Well, that was one hell of an intro. You know, I'm just, I share so much online and from everything from family to work to things like that. And I just really don't have much to complain about. But if you know me, you know that I'm more of an optimistic person anyways. I think like most entrepreneurs or risk takers are because we're always thinking about the positive outcomes or, you know, even if it's a smaller percentage chance of happening. We're like, you know, what if that happens? But no, happy to be here. I'm so happy to see friends building, doing awesome things like this. I love your setup. You know, I I was excited this morning when I woke up. I even got on early. I was trying to hook up my like super cool camera, but I didn't get it hooked up in time. So here I am, the standard Mac camera. As a creator, I feel kind of bad, but I'm happy to be here. Yeah, amazing. And you mentioned you are more optimistic and that's something that like radiates from you. Like I've never seen you and not felt the energy. And so what kind of drives that? What like keeps you going and keeps you like pushing? And as you say, like you love creating, what kind of drives that like? I mean, I think optimism in general, it's just a, it's, it's, it's a mindset thing as in like you're optimistic or you're not. You're either optimistic about everything or nothing. You know what I mean? And getting to a certain age or a certain point in life with experiences, just realizing how blessed you are. Like, man, like I got a roof over my head. I've got multiple vehicles. I got a beautiful wife. I got beautiful kids. All these things that you see people are trying to kind of like check off their list. But other than that, being happy doing what we love for a living. You know what I mean? I was, you know, and that's, and just realizing I'm in that space. So I feel great all the time. And you mentioned like so many things you're just happy for. And as I've been doing this and like using the word obsessed so much, I'm actually finding that it's just another way of having like gratitude. Like coming obsessed is really like about self-love, about like seeing yourself, what you're saying, just looking at what you do have and learning. Maybe if you want to like learn about your job, try obsessed with your job and 
what shifts and what changes happen. And going back to like gratitude, I feel like that kind of drives that optimism. You can look around and be like, dang, like I didn't get to see my wife or my kids today or like, oh, I have to work with them today. Like you can look at it negative or you just choose to look at it as a positive and be grateful and like be obsessed with everything that you get to do day to day. Right. Yeah. I, I mean, I just saw this meme that was going around this week. It was something like, like, I'm thankful that I get to come home to a home that's messy, you know, that we, we have so many clothes that we're able to have dirty clothes pile up. You know what I mean? Things like that to where the small things, like I, I try to remind our kids, who was it? Gary V that I saw Gary V where it was just like, you know, a quarter of the world doesn't even have like running water. I'm like, I'll tell, also tell them, go turn the sink on right now. Just go turn the sink on. They turn it on. And it, what do you mean, dad? What are you talking about? See that you, we have clean running water. Like one, if you looked at a, as the world, you know, a quarter of the world is going to have that. So just breaking it down, being grateful, you know? Yep. I know, you know, my girl, Selena Massey, and we were just on her bad strip and we were at this like beautiful, like probably too expensive. I kept calling it a villa, but like house mansion thing with a pool wall, view of the lake. And that happened like, I took my shower first. And then when everyone else went to take their showers, there was no running water. There was literally no water to like drink anything, to shower, to anything. And it's like that moment where you're just like, oh, that's not a given. Like, I guess it was on a well and they had the sprinklers going. So I don't know, something happened. But by the next day, it was fine again. But it was like in that moment and everyone's like, oh, wait, what do we do now? Like, do we have enough water bottles? Yes. The rip. Very humbling, real quick, like. Mm-hmm. Especially when you're like living it up. You already know, like, friends, like, we show up and we show out, and like, we were going hard for the weekend. And then, like, we come in from a night out, like, we've been at the lake all day, there's pool, like, we're gross. Oh, we don't get to clean off now. Like, what? Like, it was, yeah, it was very humbling, very, like, stop tracks. How did you guys problem solve, or do you not want to go down that path? <laughs> did you guys have to, like, water or something like, that. like personally i had already taken my shower so i was good and clean and in bed everyone else was not so i don't know what they did because i didn't even find out till the next morning well so dang i'm like remind me not to not to invite you on the group chase she's like i'm good i'm out we're in panama last year for the retreat and then we're talking about showers like marissa loves to take like super long showers right 45 she should just be in there just chilling for like 45 minutes and just steaming hot water i'm yeah, like everything shower i think every woman likes to take a long hot shower right so anyways it was limited to like literally like two to five minutes so i was like let's see are you can you really take a five minute shower you know warm shower so it was a struggle for me i was pretty i was cool but it was just like man we are so like bougie like we're so you know what i mean if it came down to it would we be able to just you know, not have hot water if, you know. Where in Panama were you guys? We were in Bocas del Toro. Uh, shout out to a super paradise, Aaron and Marty. Awesome couple. And that resort down there was just amazing. If you guys get a chance to, to travel, I've traveled over a couple spots in the Caribbeans and Azul Paradise in Panama. That, that place is just special. There's something special about that place. So I'd be down a hundred times to just give up every single amenity that I have here in Omaha and sell it all. Go move down there. I feel you on that. I mean, I spent a, a summer living in the jungle in Panama. That was like my first big trip outside the U.S. And I feel you on the five-minute showers. But what I do actually is like when I'm in Panama or Rica or something, I just take cold showers. Like it's such a good excuse. And it's so hot there anyway that like the air is warm. Like that's my thing. I can do a cold shower if the air is warm. I agree with you. And I think that's why we're so messed up here in Omaha because it gets so cold and you look forward to the warm showers. And you know what I mean? But you've been everywhere. So I'm curious to think, where do you rank Panama like on a global scale? Because you're like Carmen Sandiego. You're like all over the globe. Yeah. So 
Panama, I'm very biased towards Panama. Like it is really solidified itself into my heart. And I've been trying to get back for, you know, since 2016 when I was there. Like I would go back in a heartbeat. It's funny though, I just like keep going to other places, but definitely worth going to. And if you like Costa Rica, it's just like less touristy, right? It's a little bit more real. It's a little bit more low-key in a lot of areas. Nothing about Bocas is low-key, though. Like, when I was there, it was just party city. So maybe the retreat you were on was a little different. I was also, you know, 20, 19, 20 or something. But what actually surprised me is I've always been, let me go to Central South America first. Like, that's where my heart is. I just went to Greece for a few months. And I always kind of was like, okay, everyone wants to go. But when I got there, it's not overrated. If anything, it's underrated. So, yeah, I saw your content and I'm just like, we're on the opposite end of the spectrum when you're like married with kids here and you're like, oh, he's got the family, beautiful wife, you know what I mean? The white picket fence, that's great. And then I see you just popping up in Greece and like you do an excellent job. Like you're super great with marketing. So even that even translates into your personal profile and aesthetic and how it flows. So coming from you, that is a high compliment. So thank you very much. Yeah. You you know, your traveling journeys, it's cool to see that, you know, you got to live vicariously through the people on the other end of the fence and just appreciate what you have and where you're at. And I know our our vacations are coming. We got one coming up, a nice little family vacation. This one's to the mountains, back to Colorado, where we love. You know what I mean? We haven't brought all of our kids at the same time to Colorado. So this is going to be a super dope family trip that we're looking forward to. So I'm good with that. You'll see some content from that coming soon. What are the plans for that trip? Hiking, skiing, just getting out there? Not skiing. No, no. You see the way my insurance is set up. No, (laughs) but uh, probably some hiking. I've got to get my kids outside. I'm a nature nut. You know, I know that you love to hike. I mean, shit, I ran into you last. Tell them where I ran into you last at. Were we out at Hit Rock or something? I don't even remember. That was it. So I was on an engagement shoot way out in another state in Iowa, you know, the Hitchcock Nature Center. You were there hiking just on the trails casually, you know, in your free time as well. Cross paths, we were like, hey, hey, I was working, so I couldn't really stop and chat. And you seem like you were hiking and we were on the go. It was just cool to see other people out there and things that you love to do. So Yeah. We're talking about like my content that I create in Greece and wherever I am. And part of it is like, I love romanticizing my life. It's just like being grateful for like what I have and like feeling good about it. It's not like, oh, come look at me. But like, if you want to, cool, because I'm looking at me. But I feel that from your, like from your work as well, like you make people look and feel so good. And even when we did the um, like kind of community shoot, with you, like really know how to like lift people up and encourage it and get people to shine themselves. How do you do that? Like, what do you focus on in those shoots to kind of let people shine and, and catch their best side? You know what? I think it's just being like the ultimate hype man for people. Like once you do it, that's like one form of giving back, you know, is giving even confidence or praise or a little bit of mentorship or a little bit of free game here or there. I think that it's kind of like your due diligence, at least to give that back. Just seeing the great, you know, you could see the great in people. Everybody's got a special superpower. You know, everybody's got a super talent and just helping people find that and just max it out is awesome. Just like this, like as we've grown over the years, you've kind of found your niche collectively of the stuff that you're good at. And now it's showing and you're kind of carving out your own path over here. And it's cool like that. See how I just slid a compliment in and I didn't even. I know, right? This is what I'm talking about. Like this is who Eric is. Like I always say, people buy from people. If your business doesn't have, you know, persona or personality or like some type of connection point, like it's just not going to do as well. And I think that that's so true with you of like people buy from you, like people just want to be around you and work with you. You know, I always see you like where we met, which was like nightlife photography. And like no matter what 
a setting looks like, you always have that like drive and that energy that you're bringing. And it's like, that's why people want to work with you and like be in your space and be in your world. Thank you. Thank you for that compliment. I mean, I think we're very, and I've been very like intentional with that. You know, it's just like, if you're going to work in customer service, why not have that energy, you know, or that type of thing? If you're going to work or do things that involve you talking to people, my professions, whether that be shooting weddings or events, but as like a content creator or in the retail space, you know, you're working with people and you're connecting with people, but I've been good with that my whole life. I think it's just a personality type, like kind of like the gift to gab, or maybe you got the golden tongue or you're this characteristic. But I mean, I think that that's just something that's a, a strength of mine. It, it definitely helps, but you got to put yourself out there. Like, let's say in the nightlife photography, if you're shooting and we come to an event and you're walking around taking pictures of people, you're going to have to have interactions with a couple hundred people. And not all of them are going to be like, great. Some people are going to be nervous. Some people are going to be angry. Some people are going to be curious. And it's just, you're, you're dealing with all of those different types of people. So you just get more practice with that. So it just becomes easier, you know, and it's in real life too. It's not kind of like zoom calls are cool or chat rooms and things like that. So I think it's just, just interacting with people, just getting outside. The pandemic kind of messed it up for people for a couple of years, you know, where you were inside and hugging people and, and just conversating and things like that. But, but yeah, we're getting back to it. Yeah. Definitely. And like, I'm familiar with you, like, you know, Guerrero Media, the whole photography and media side, but come to find out you actually have a couple other businesses going on. You said Best Buds. Tell us about that. What made you want to start another business? Well, I mean, I don't, and I don't want to jump ahead with being with, with the obsessed part, but let's talk about passion. Yeah, do it. Do it. So media has always been a passion of mine initially in in a creative sense right and that's kind of where we were i was able to break away from like the nine to five routine was with my media company guerrero media group i wanted to make sure that i kept the the last name in there just for for knowledge and i wanted to stamp that also for my sons growing up kind of they could step into that if they wanted to but that was something that was a skill set that i had just practice with and got good enough to realize I could make money from. And then I was able to make enough money that I, that I could, you know, get away from the nine to five. I also taught my wife how to use the camera, Marissa. So that way we were able to go shoot together as a team. And we still do as photography and videography. So that way we could keep it all in-house. And then she could then step away from her nine to five. And then once we made enough, we, she was starting her spiritual business. So she's also a spiritual life coach, Reiki master, psychic medium, which is intriguing in itself. But we are both passionate about camera cannabis. So we started a dispensary called Best Buds, which is super cool. So that's our hashtag joint venture, pun intended. So we are Best Buds, right? Where it all started from a moment on the whiteboard in the basement with a napkin and a logo. And we started bouncing ideas off. And now we've had this shop running in the Omaha area for two years now, and it's been consistent and growing. And it's been interesting navigating those challenges, but it's fun. Like I said, I mean, literally creating and cannabis are my two passions and that's what I'm able to do. So I have no complaints. (laughs) You've really built this life that you, like you said, you have no complaints about, but I know that to kind of introduce new things you want to do and like really keep the core of your life, often you have to say no to things or you have to get rid of certain, even like just like hobbies or even like the way you do things. When do you kind of figure out it's time to quit something? It's time to really make a change so that you can realign and make sure your life is on you know, in a line path. Ooh, that's, that's a good one. In terms of putting things, it's tough. Like, I mean, being married helps, <laughs> you know, having a best friend that is going to keep it real with you and tell you certain things like negative habits or 
activities that are, hey, we're, we're going in the wrong direction here. At first, when you said quitting, I'm like, man, we're entrepreneurs. We can't quit. Like, I don't, I have a wife. I have four kids. I have, you know, five plates on the table that have to eat before I even get to eat. So I don't have a choice. We're going to make it happen. We're going to make it work. But now it's just getting to it. But as far as, you know, quitting the negative things, I think the biggest negative habits I've had, I had to attribute to my wife and just being as honest as like little kids or old people. You know what I mean? Just straight. The one that can tell me about myself that other people can't, you know, because like you said, most people know you 90% of you from your social media profiles, because we really truly don't spend that much time with another person as much as we do our significant other. What about you? Well, really what I had to quit, the big thing that kind of like brought me to all this was kind of like quitting a five and a half year relationship, right? It was was leaving that space. And I've always since college been online and been a con contractor, freelancer, virtual assistant. Now I'm working CMO, COO. And I had to kind of quit the way I was doing things too. And I think that in both of those, for me, what's been really the catalyst is just this sense of like intuition and this shift of my life where it's like actually like mentally and physically getting unhealthy by holding on to something and know that it's like you're against it and you're like, I'm trying to make this work. I want to, you know, see it through or keep doing it. And it's not going to work. And it's literally like swimming up water. And that's where I've kind of had this shift of seeing in my life and other people's lives, when there's so many obstacles, sometimes it is that you have to have like, you know, persistence and like find a way. But sometimes you have to like really say like, is this aligned or is this God watching out for me? And putting this block in my way or like making it is obvious. Like if I'm not willing to give something up, it's not for me. Like you're going to make it more and more and more obvious that that's not for me. And that intuition, I think we hold on to quitting being a dirty word. And it's not that we're quitting to do nothing, but it's like usually quitting to do something better or something more aligned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like how you said that quitting being a dirty word. I was like, that's exactly kind of how I feel. Like, uh, like I just don't like the idea of that, that would like, you know, the word quit and just like pivoting, you know, I kind of like focus my energy. Okay. I was putting a lot of energy over here. Mm, then I don't need to be putting any energy over there. I need to just put it over here, just redirecting it. I guess that's my perspective on it. But that's, I mean, it's the same. I haven't quit on any recent relationships, of course. I'm married. I don't plan to, all right, for life. I guess in the smaller, like in micro senses of just people, I'm such a people person. I want to help everybody. Being in media, we can literally help everybody. So it's just everybody I come across, it's like, hey, what's up, man? How can I help you, man? How can I help you reach your goals, dude? Because I'm good. I'm reaching my goals over here. I got a dope ass partner. You know what I mean? We're, we're crushing it. How can I help you? And so that's where I think that's one of my faults is just kind of overextending myself to people and helping them out, you know, and learning, learning when to kind of like, let, like you said, pull away from just the people that aren't matching that energy. Yeah. And it's not always like, like in my case, it was just very much that we were not going to continue to lead each other to be who they should be. I'm in a different space where we've checked off everything. And now it's like, all right, we got the American dream, quote unquote. Now we're building. What are we building? We're building the things we love. Are we on the same page? You have this, I have this, but we have this thing together. Great. We're good. We're locked in, you know? So I'm here, but this is the perfect time for you. This is awesome. Yeah. So it's been cool, but that kind of leads us to my next question. The kind of last question here of what are some things that you're obsessed with? I know you said creating in cannabis that just radiates from you, but what else? If you know me and you're Facebook friends with me or on my social medias, you know, I'm obsessed with my wife. That's kind of, that's kind of easy one in my family. You know, that's like the ultimate goal. I think for, for any man 
or anybody really, I shouldn't say any man, anybody is just, you know, you find your person, man, you know, and when you find your person it's wild, it's like stepping out of survival mode into kind of this now, this, this other, this other place. But I don't know. I mean, I just wake up grateful. What do you mean? <laughs> you see, she is beautiful. I have a beautiful wife. I got beautiful kids. So I really can't complain. I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed with that because that's the goal. You reach it. And then you're like, what's next? Do just, do I just, I'm just living in these moments. And I mean, honestly, that's what this podcast is all about. Becoming obsessed with your life is the like unofficial tagline there because that's what I want this to do is just be a community of people that are like you, Eric, right? You're making choices that align with what you want in life. And if you can't make a choice to align it, you're being appreciative and loving what you have regardless and focusing so much on what you do have and what you are able to do and like the people in your circle and your family. Like you're so obsessed with those things that it's like there's not really room to be like have that unhappiness. Like, yeah, there's sadness and there's there's negative emotions some days, but it's like even in those negative times, it's like your eyes on the prize and you know what you have. And, and that's something that for me has been huge in the last few years is like, I always say this, you guys probably will get tired of me saying this, but like I'll binge my own profile and be like, oh, like baby T, like so proud of myself because it's on the days where I'm like, okay, it's after 9 p.m., I'm tired, like I'm negative emotions are creeping in, but there's still like the overarching, like the view of the forest looks so good that like, even when I'm sad, I just, I'll give you some props real quick. I had your profile pulled up because, you know, with the multiple screens, just, just on your photos, when you post, like a, you think about the collage of the photos and you don't just take regular pictures, you take very well composed photos. The lighting is great. And you take these detailed shots which I absolutely love and pay attention to because it, it really fills in gaps of the story down to the view of like you should looking up at the trees. Nobody usually takes that direct picture looking straight up at the trees and, and how the trees kind of make space for each other. Little things like that, the picnic, you know what I mean? It's just picture perfect shit, Instagram. So yeah, I've been following your content for a while and it looks great. I do the same thing. Marissa yells at me because after I get done filming a video, I export the edit. She knows that I'm getting ready to watch this video 100 times back to back to critique it, right? Because I'm obsessed with like the fun, delivering the final product to people, not letting them see the middle, you know, because it creates more magic. If you know that it's a trick, there's no magic to it, right? But yeah, your work is phenomenal. Yeah, I appreciate it. And part of that is like, I don't, I try and post for like what I want to see, like, the content that I create. And so you'll see videos on there that are like literally me at a concert and the camera is going wild. But I'm like this energy from the moment, like when I look back on my account, like I'm going to feel that so strongly. And this year I've realized, set a new kind of rule for myself is like, if I'm at a concert, I'm going to record the whole song of my favorite song, but I'm not doing it like this, trying to get a good video. I'm going to be dancing and the camera's going to go where it's going to go. And maybe we'll get some good clips. But like, I want the audio there. I want to be able to relive the moment and actually live it the first time too. And that's something that I think a lot of people, we miss out on the moment because we're trying to capture it. And so I'm learning to experience it and capture it as like a secondary. If it's a crappy like video or whatever, that's fine. I'm, I feel you on that. that. That is my ever going struggle as a creator is the balance, living in the moment versus me wanting to capture it. And lately, as I've gotten older, I'm like, I'm capturing it more. I'm living in the moment, but the memory, you start to realize those memories, that's like all we have. So 
the more that you have and and even going back and chopping things up, like looking at them later or remaking different videos later. I, I don't know, man, I'm a content creator, so I'm always got the camera rolling. That's one thing that, you know, if you see Eric, he's probably got a camera in his hand. Yes. So on that note, Eric, how can people work with you? Kind of give us the whole rundown of how they can find you, be in your world, work with you. Oh, wow. So GuerreroMediaGroup.com is the creative website, Instagram, Facebook. I'm on pretty much every platform, TikTok. Hit me up on Facebook. I mean, anybody in the city, they already know how to get at me. <laughs> but, Eric, this isn't just all we're talking about here. Okay, you're right. So Guerrero, www.GuerreroMediaGroup.com. World Wide Web. And then for Best Buds, it's bestbudstheat.com. Check that out too if you guys are in the Omaha area or Nebraska area. And then Marissa too, marissaguerrero.com, M-A-R-I-S-A, guerrero.com. Hit me up and, and we'll get you connected if you can't find them, but we'll have all the links in the show notes there. So thank you, Eric. Honestly, this is just, every time I talk to you, it's that energy just radiates. So I'm so excited to have you on. And if you haven't already, go connect with him on Instagram, his website, everything like that. And we'll see you next time. Hey, thanks for hanging out today. And before you go, I have a question. When's the last time you looked in the mirror and thought, I'm obsessed? And since you're still here, I want to know what you're currently obsessed with. Message me on Instagram at becomingobsessedpod and let me know. All right, let's go get obsessed.